Hi, I'm your host Jane Call and welcome to the Prince 2 study sessions. This is episode 11 and today we will be covering the third Prince 2 process, initiating a project. Our key learning objectives then are to first of all discuss the purpose of the process, initiating a project, discuss the key activities in the process which will include roles and responsibilities and finally we will review the objectives of this process. Let's begin with the purpose of initiating a project. The purpose of initiating a project process is to understand the work that needs to be done to deliver the required products. This understanding is needed before deciding to continue with the project. In other project management methodologies, this process is called planning. It is one of the most time-consuming parts of project management and also one of the most crucial. Success and failure of the project is very often directly related to the level of planning that was performed. The initiation stage plan created by the project manager within starting up a project process will have included how the project board will review and approve the management products created during the initiation stage. The initiation stage will ensure that there is a common understanding of the reasons for doing the project the benefits expected and the risks associated with the project along with their responses. In addition, this process will determine precisely what the scope of the project is, how the project's products will be delivered, when they will be delivered and at what cost. In Prince 2, you will remember from the Plans theme podcast, every project should have at least two management stages an initiation stage and at least one stage in which the specialised products are created. The initiating a project process is carried out during the initiation stage to ensure that the following points are clear to the project management team and external stakeholders. The project tasks are what will be done, why it must be done and at what benefits will be, how it will be done, how risks and issues will be kept under control and how the expected quality will be achieved. It also includes controls, for example, how project progress will be monitored and controlled, communication, so who needs to be communicated with, by whom, when and in what format, and finally, roles and responsibilities, that is, who holds which responsibilities in performing and monitoring the various project tasks. Let's now look at the activities in initiating a project. The first one is to agree tailoring requirements. This is the approach to tailoring the PRINCE2 methodology and it will be included as part of the PID. The second activity is prepare risk management approach. The risk management approach will define how risks will be managed on the project. This management approach will also include a risk register. Risks are identified and prioritised and the risk responses plans will be determined. The third activity is prepare change control approach. The change control approach will define the format and composition of the records that need to be maintained. The change control approach is part of the PID. It determines how project changes will be handled and processed, who approves them and how they will be implemented. An issue register is created to track project issues that require corrective action. You will remember from our previous podcast when we discussed the change theme that PRINCE2 calls changes issues, hence the reason why it's not a change register, it's an issue register. 
The next activity as part of initiating a project then is to prepare the quality management approach. It is important that the quality expectations are clearly stated, agreed upon and upheld for the duration of the project. The quality management approach contributes to this by specifying techniques, standards and responsibilities for maintaining quality throughout the project. The quality management approach is part of the PID. It documents what the quality acceptance criteria are, how and when they will be measured and how to handle off-specification products. The quality register document is also created and that will define how quality assurance and control activities and results will be recorded. The next activity then is prepare the communication management approach. Defining the content and frequency of communication activities within the project management team and with external stakeholders is essential to ensure that everyone knows what is expected of each other and themselves. The communication management approach is part of the PID and specifies how the project will handle communication with stakeholders. The timing, quantity, content and medium are specified to ensure communication is well managed. And you will remember from the previous podcast on the organisation theme that it is very much related to the communication management approach. The next activity then is to set up project controls. In order to enable the project board to effectively delegate everyday project activities to the project manager, it is important to set appropriate levels and mechanisms of control. Project controls are those activities that are set up to ensure the project finishes on time, on budget and within any other necessary tolerances. The project manager must summarise the project controls in the PID. The controls include the following. Reporting requirements such as frequency and format, the number and lengths of stages, issue exception and change management, tolerances and methods used for monitoring at the different management levels. The project controls is directly related to the progress theme that was discussed on a previous podcast. So the next activity then as part of initiating a project is to create the project plan. The project plan is part of the PID. It is produced by the project manager and contains the schedule, budget and work breakdown structure for the project. It contains the product description for each product the project will produce. The next activity then is to prepare the benefit management approach. PRINCE2 places a very high emphasis on benefits. It's important to produce the project's deliverables, but even more important to recognise what benefits those deliverables are going to give to the end user or organisation. The benefit management approach is part of the PID and is prepared by the project manager. As part of this activity, the detailed business case is produced. You will remember from our previous podcast that the outline business case is developed by the executive as part of starting up a project. During the initiating a project process, the project manager will be able to create a more detailed business case. Now more is known about the project, such as estimation of cost and time, newly identified risks and also now the expected benefits. Now that all of the key management approaches have been created, you will then assemble the project initiation document or commonly known as the PID. A number of management products are developed during the initiation 
a project process. Most of these documents are collected into a single body of documentation and this is what we call the PID. The project manager is responsible for assembling the PID and to make sure it includes the following items. Project definition, project approach, detailed business case, project management team structure, role descriptions, quality management approach, change control approach, risk management approach, communication management approach, the project plan, project controls, and finally, how tailoring will be applied to the project. Once the PID is created, the project manager will present to the project board together with the next stage plan in order to request authorization of the next management stage. You will notice that I have not said the benefit management approach when I mentioned what was included as part of the PID. This is because the benefit management approach sits outside the PID document. And the reason for this is that the benefit management approach will have a life outside the project. And that is why it is not formed as part of the PID. We have now covered all activities in initiating a project. Key thing to note, all management approaches and registers are created in initiating a project. This is the process when the project plan is created. And as discussed earlier, this is by far the most time consuming stage in a PRINCE2 project. Good planning at this stage should set the project up for success. We will now finish off this podcast to cover the objectives of initiating a project. The first objective is there is an understanding of the reason for doing the project, the benefits expected and the associated risks. There is an understanding of of the scope of what is to be done and the products to be delivered. There's an understanding of how and when the project products will be delivered and at what cost. There's an understanding of who are the decision makers and how will decisions be made on the project. Understanding of how quality will be achieved and how baselines will be established and controlled. Understanding of risks, issues and changes, how they will be identified, assessed and controlled and how progress will be monitored and controlled throughout the project. Understanding of who needs to know what information about the project, in what format, when should it be defined. And finally, an understanding of how corporate program management or the customer methods will be tailored to suit the needs of the project. This now concludes the initiating a project process. We have covered the purpose of this process, the key activities including roles and responsibilities and finally we covered the objectives of this process. Thanks very much for listening and join me next time as we move on to another Prince2 process, controlling a stage.